Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of the Information Security Media Group and GovInfoSecurity.com. I'm speaking with Richard Hunter, a Vice President and Fellow at the IT advisory firm Gartner. Thanks, Richard, for taking time to speak. My pleasure. Gartner predicts that IT products and services will likely be subjected to regulations by 2015. What type of regulations do you see the U.S. federal government imposing on IT vendors and providers? Essentially, we believe that regulation will take the form of regulation of practitioners and regulation of the quality and fitness for purpose of products and services so that products which fall into a particular functional class will be expected to meet requirements associated with that class. This leads, in our view, this uh, the logical outcome of that sort of regime is tiered pricing and quality for IT products and services. So, for example, right now you buy a spreadsheet program from one of the vendors who makes them, and there are really no guarantees of any sort of quality or fitness for purpose associated with that spreadsheet. In the future, in the near future, that will be the bottom tier of quality, and you'll pay a certain price for that level of quality. At a higher level of quality, we might expect internal checks on the validity of calculations and formulas based on information that's contained in the spreadsheet, and a different price will be associated with that. At a still higher level of quality, we might see spreadsheets that incorporate calls to external databases to validate any data that's referenced from those databases in real time as the spreadsheet is executed, and you'll pay a third level of price for that. In general, products will be certified as fit for purpose. There will be certain quality expectations associated with that fitness for purpose, and we can expect pricing that goes with the level of quality that's associated with a particular product. And this would be something that the government would mandate for itself or others? We would expect this to be a requirement of any vendor or, for that matter, any user IT organizations whose products and services have implications for public finances, health, security, welfare, safety, and so on. In other words, for any vendor whose products or services have uh, potential serious consequences for the well-being of the user. Why would it take some type of regulation or law to do this? Wouldn't the market do this on its own? Well, markets don't seem to have done it on their own so far. The progression in consequences for the public of failures in IT has been climbing pretty steadily and rather steeply in the last few years. You might remember that in 2001, when a rogue employee at a company based in Long Island stole 35,000 identities from one of the major credit check companies, Equifax, I think, using a Ford Motor Company access code, that was a record, 35,000 identities stolen. In December of 2006, TJX Incorporated announced that 94 million credit card numbers had been stolen from them. That number was then increased to 104 million. From 35,000 to 104 million in the space of six years is a pretty steep trajectory, and there's no reason to suspect that we're near the end of the trajectory. Indeed, as information technology becomes more and more deeply embedded in the fabric of society, there is no reason to believe that the consequences of IT failures will lessen over time. Is this going to be occurring through government in one respect not only because the influence or the power government has but also because it's among the biggest users of technology and in that sense it would be a leader? 
government status as a big user of technology is one factor, I think. Certainly when you think about the fact that Department of Defense in the field and in the office are using off-the-shelf software, you need to think about the potential consequences of failure there. I think it's more likely that government will take action because of its concern over the increasing influence of IT on the quality of daily life. There's a trajectory that industries tend to follow. When an industry is extremely successful, that is to say, when an industry succeeds in moving its products and services right into the heart of daily life, regulation tends to follow. In the 20th century, we saw the Food and Drug Administration. We saw regulation of telecom. We saw regulation of the airline industry. We saw regulation of the automobile industry. I think that the information technology industry has been extraordinarily successful in the last 40 to 50 years in increasing the importance of its products and services to almost every aspect of modern life. What usually happens in any industry when you reach that level of importance in society is that regulation takes place. Do you see any kind of regulations such as these as impeding innovation? That's an excellent question. I guess the short answer is yes. It's difficult to foresee a meaningful regulated scenario in which innovation does not slow down. Let's take one of the obvious consequences of regulation for a start. In any kind of a scenario in which clinical trials or the equivalent of clinical trials were required of the people producing software for public consumption, the open source movement runs up against a very significant brick wall. It is difficult to see where the resources will come from to support the many thousands of developers who are now important contributors to the open source movement. It's less difficult to see where the resources will come from in the case of major companies such as a Microsoft or an Oracle. They have the resources to fund clinical trials, but independent software companies, startups, the many thousands of independents who uh, produce product for the open source movement, all of these, I think, would be dramatically affected by a meaningful regulatory regime. Do you see anything related to what you're speaking about here to cybersecurity? Well, absolutely. The current administration and its representatives have made no bones about the fact that they are indeed concerned about cybersecurity. President Obama made reference in one of his speeches to an unnamed European city that was subjected to cyber attacks on its infrastructure, including its electrical infrastructure and so on. There's no question that the administration has been extremely vocal about cybersecurity threats. It is possible to interpret that stream of conversation as the buildup to proposed legislation for regulation. How soon do you see this coming about? We anticipate that it's going to take a while to put a really meaningful regime in place. I'd anticipate something in the 2012 to 2015 timeframe, probably tending towards the latter, because like I said, this is complex. It's not more complex than pharmaceuticals, and the government has been regulating pharmaceuticals for quite some time. I don't think you can argue that uh, what software does is more complex than what a chemical does in somebody's body. But certainly regulating IT products and services for quality and for security is a fairly complex issue. It's difficult to be precise about this. It's like what Hemingway said about failure. It happens slowly and then all at once. I anticipate that we'll see a continuing drumbeat coming from public representatives leading towards an environment in which regulation is a possibility and then something occurs to push it over the edge and you've got regulation.
many software vendors already practice the kinds of things that would be required in a regulatory regime. They already have multi-step processes for assuring quality and functionality in the products they make. Certainly many large service providers, including many offshore service providers, have reached that level of quality assurance in their processes. I think the organizations that need to think most carefully about how they would operate in this kind of regime are end-user IT organizations whose processes are not as strong as many vendors. Uh, these organizations need to think carefully about what they need to do in order to be able to meet requirements, not just to create quality products and services, but to demonstrate that they have done so. As one of my clients put it to me, this is something like Sarbanes-Oxley for IT. IT organizations, end-user organizations in particular, need to think now about how they would operate in that kind of environment. Thank you, Richard. My pleasure. That's Gartner's fellow and Vice President Richard Hunter for the Information Security Media Group and GovInfoSecurity.com. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.